Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Bibles today uh, to the book of 1 Kings chapter 3, uh, verse 5, and then also we'll be reading from verse 9. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5, and also verse 9. I love being in the presence of the Lord. Such a beautiful presence of God that is here. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5, And Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And in verse 9, it says, Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad, for who is able to judge this thy so great a people? I want to preach to you on this subject today. When your heart was listening, when your heart was listening, God bless you, you may be seated. When your heart was listening. There's a lot of times in life that uh, you talk to people and you know without a doubt that they're listening. And then there's other times, I know we all have experienced this, we know without a doubt they're not listening as we talk. Um, I've often heard that uh, some husbands say to their wives, you know, I, I can hear, but I, can, I can't hear certain tones, and the tone of your voice, I can't hear. So I don't know if that is true or if that's just an excuse or what have you. But sometimes we, I know we are probably guilty of it too, that sometimes we listen, and sometimes we seem like we're listening, but we're not listening. But in, uh, uh, in an event that had happened at the, at the White House many years ago under the presidency of Franklin Roosevelt, uh, often he would endure these long lines of people going through the White House and shake their hand and, and uh, talk to them. And he, he even said uh, one day, he complained that nobody really paid any attention to what was said. And one day during a reception, a long line of people were going through Franklin Roosevelt was standing there and he was talking to the people so he thought he would he would uh, try a line and experiment with it just to see who was listening and who wasn't listening so as people came through he shook their hand and he said to each person that passed through I murdered my grandmother this morning and uh, many of the responses was they shake their head they responded with phrases like marvelous uh, keep up the good work uh, we are proud of you and also God bless you sir as they walked through and he found that many of them weren't listening and through this long line of people that were going through uh, the White House uh, it came down to the very last uh, one that came through and it was the ambassador to Bolivia and as he said this to this man uh, the man uh, the ambassador leaned over and whispered to him I'm sure she had it coming <laughs> so he did listen but 
evidently he knew that this was not what he actually did so he responded with a joke also but you see a lot of times people listen and sometimes people don't listen sometimes we seem to be very busy too busy to listen to other people and of course some people feel like that they might be too busy to listen to God and when we get to that point of being too busy to listen to God then we're in a bad place we need to be able to open our heart up to the Lord and listen to what God is trying to say to us because he is trying to say many things and we don't hear it because we have too many things on our plate we're too busy in life God speaks to all of us I believe with all my heart he speaks to all of us more than you think that he does and it's just a matter of us stopping and listening and as we pray sometimes included in that prayer is not just us petitioning God and asking God for uh, uh, us to receive certain things but just stopping at times in our prayer and just listen because God will speak to our heart and minister to us and we can hear him and we've got to stop and listen very closely and hear him closely it was the writer Charles Swindoll that once found himself to, with too many commitments in too few of a days and he got very nervous and tense about it and in this reaction of tenseness and nervousness um, he, he began to snap at his wife and snap at his children and he began to choke down food in a hurry uh, trying to get things done and his meal times wasn't a relaxing time and feeling irritated at those unexpected interruptions through the day he, he recalled his uh, his time of stress in a book that he wrote uh, stress fractures and before long he said things around our home started reflecting the pattern of my hurry up lifestyle it began to affect his wife it began to affect his children it began to affect everything that they did and it was becoming unbearable he said and I distinctly remember after supper one evening the words of our younger daughter Colleen she wanted to tell me something important it was very important to her that had happened to her at school that day and she began hurriedly saying daddy I want to tell you something and I'll tell you real fast and suddenly realizing that she had caught on to this uh, this this hurriedness in his own life and not really listening um, she said I'll tell you real fast dad and suddenly realizing that her frustration he answered her and said honey you can tell me and you don't have to tell me really fast just say it slowly and her response he said I'll never forget her answer and she said then listen slowly and as she began to speak these things things began to turn around because he realized what he was doing it was affecting his whole family in his hurried life and the pressure of life he was not listening to his family and it affected everyone that he loved very dearly around him and when we listen when we listen from our heart it does affect everything about us when we listen not just through the ears and as some say go through one ear and out the other but we let it go in and we let it begin to affect our heart 
then it begins to affect everything about our lives. It affects our spiritual aspects. It affects our thinking. It affects our feelings and our emotions. It affects everything about us. It affects decisions that we make if we just simply stop and pray and listen to the voice of God, not just speaking into our ears, but let it open up our heart to affect the very depths of our being, our heart, and especially listening to God with our heart, not just our ears. And in a book by Jay Stowell, it was said that the heart is used in Scripture as the most comprehensive term for the authentic person. It is the part of our being where we desire, where we deliberate, where we decide. It has been described as the place of conscience and decisive spiritual activity found in the heart. Uh, the comprehensive term for a person as a whole, his feelings, his desires, his passions, his thought, understanding, and will, and the center of a person, the place to which God turns is he turns to the heart. That is the depth of our being. And we might look at the heart that pumps blood today, but there's something deep within the heart and soul of our lives that begins when we're touched there, it begins to move us with feelings and passion for certain things. We can listen to the word of God today preached and we could listen to the word taught and we could let it go in our ear and not affect our heart because we have our heart closed down. But I'm here to say here today that if we will open our heart to the Lord, the very depths of our emotions and our feeling and the very depth of our lives, we can be changed and we can be moved by the power of the voice of God speaking into our life, whether it be through his word or whether a time in prayer, praying and talking to God and allowing God to speak into our lives but let it get into the soul. I know today that as I speak, uh, it's important for a speaker or a preacher or a teacher to not just speak from the lips the word of knowledge, but allow that word of knowledge of the word of God start right here in the heart. And as it comes out of the heart, it goes through the lips, uh, the mouthpiece, but yet if it comes from the heart it's not going to just come out of the lips and stop at your lips but it will come or at your ears it will come out of the heart and it will penetrate into your heart and it will affect your life but we have to open our heart to receive those things and we find in the story in 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 5 that here Solomon was placed as king over Israel in place of his father David. They went through a lot of struggle to get there and of course finally he was on the throne as God designed it and desired for it to be for him to follow in, in his father David's footsteps as the king over Israel. And it says here that the Lord began to deal with Solomon in Gibeon uh, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and God said ask what I shall give thee you see God's visitation to Solomon came 
through a dream. I've had some dreams that God has given me and it has affected my life. I've also had some dreams pretty crazy and pretty strange that really I know wasn't from God. I think it was from the pizza that I ate the night before or something along those lines. I've had dreams that I was walking through buildings and houses and I was walking downstairs to, to nothing, nothing about to a wall or to a closed door and the door wouldn't open and I've had unusual dreams, but I've also had dreams that meant something. And it was a word from the Lord that God was speaking to me about something that was very vital for the church or, or something very vital for my own life or my family or to give a word to somebody. But here God began to speak to Solomon in a dream. And he said, ask what I shall give you. And this was an amazing promise by God to Solomon. God seemed to offer Solomon whatever he wanted. It's open to you. You can have anything that you want. I have everything and I can give it to you. Just ask what you want and it's available to you. So this wasn't only because Solomon had sacrificed in the scriptures before this a thousand animals on altars as a sacrifice before God. It wasn't because of that. It was something a little bit deeper than that. It was because his heart was surrendered to God to listen to the voice and feel after the desires of God. That's the reason why God began to speak to Solomon and to be able to show him some things. How would we feel today if God said to you, ask what I shall give thee and I will give it to you? What will we ask for? I know it could be a variety of things. Just ask me whatever you want. We could say we want all the riches. We want, uh, we want a billion dollars to take care of our family uh, for the rest of our lives, our, to be able to retire and enjoy retirement. Uh, I don't know if riches or everything is gonna bring happiness, but we could ask for the riches of the world because God has all things in his hand. Amen. We could ask for a new home, but we also have to ask, when we re realize we're asking, we also have to consider we've got to pay taxes on it because uh, there's two things in life that never end. That's death and taxes. And, uh, well, taxes end when you die, of course, but family takes them up from that point. But we can ask for a new home. God could give it. He has the power to do that. Or we can ask for a position that would elevate us to fame and fortune. We could ask for a lot of things. God can do it if he so desired. But he opened up to Solomon and said, whatever you want, you can have it. It's here for you. But let me say this. We, we, we we're th might be sitting here thinking, okay, what if God said that to us? Here's the thing. God did say it to us. Uh, the natural reaction to reading this promise to God, Solomon, is to wish that he had such a promise. Uh, and we might wish that we have such a promise, but in the word of God, we do have that promise of God. I could give you scriptures. Uh, Matthew 7 and 7, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. John 15 and 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. In 1 John 5 and 14, now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 
God does not have a deaf ear to us. He has his ear open to us. And he gives us that opportunity that if we ask, we can receive from him. But the question is, where is the position of our heart will determine what we ask of God? Are we listening to him? and, And here's the thing about Solomon. Before responding to the promise of God's offer to ask whatever you want before he responded the words of Solomon were this in asking for something before he even asked of anything of God Solomon remembered God's faithfulness and to both him and to David and also he was thankful to God and thanked him for that faithfulness and that mercy uh, that he said you have shown great mercy he was thankful for it he was grateful for it and he had to give thanks to the Lord before he even opened up and asked God for whatever he had in his heart to receive but you see as he began to proceed further he said but I am a little child now I know that he was not really at the age of a child he was older than that but what he was saying is he was humbling himself before God he came to God in great humility because that is where his heart was at that time especially considering the job that was in front of him being the king over Israel a great big job and his attitude was the job is much bigger than me I must rely on God to take care of this that's where we're at we can't do this on our own we can't overcome the struggles of life because they do come to every one of us it rains on the just and the unjust it comes to us in many different ways sometimes we face more battles than others and sometimes maybe not as many battles as other people do sometimes battles come because decisions that we make in the in the place where our heart was at that time it made us make bad decisions and now we're having to pick the pieces up of bad decisions but instead of Solomon asking for the treasure house and vaults of God to be open to him he simply asked for an understanding heart the Bible says he asked for an understanding heart to judge the people and to discern between good and bad he didn't ask for the riches of the world he didn't ask for palaces and he didn't ask for all of these great things and fame and fortune of, uh, that, the, that the flesh heart would think of but he simply asked for an understanding heart to judge the people and to discern between good and bad he had the heart of God in his heart matter of fact it was a lot like his father David the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart you see what God was saying there and David made a lot of mistakes but what it was the word was saying there is he was a man after God's own heart he felt after the desires of God not the desires of the flesh he felt after the desires of the things of God and not what he wanted his flesh to be pleased in but he was a man Solomon was like his father as a man after God's own heart he was a man that wanted the blessings of the kingdom of God he wanted God's help he wanted to lean upon God he wanted to rely upon God 
And in all of this, we find that he just simply wanted an understanding heart to judge the people and discern between good and bad. He wanted understanding. And he wanted it, not only understanding, he wanted it in his heart. Not just understanding in his mind, in his head. He wanted understanding that was going to affect his emotions and he wanted to hear from God what God's desire was for his life. Actually, the ancient Hebrew word translated understanding is actually meaning hearing. Understanding, hearing. Solomon wanted a hearing heart, one that would listen to God, one that would hear the voice of God. When he read the word or heard the word preached, it was a word that he would open his heart and receive the word with hearing and emotions would be moved because it touched his heart and it didn't just touch his ear, but it soaked down deep into his heart. You see Psalms 119 and 34, understanding that under, the understanding here means hearing. It says in the Psalms, give me understanding or hearing and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. You see, it's more than just asking for things that our flesh wants. That will only take us so far. But when you get the heart that Solomon had at this time and get a heart that is open for hearing the voice of God speak to me, it's going to begin to change everything in your life. When we stop our heart from hearing God in prayer, our God's, or if we stop the, the preaching of a, of a pastor or a preacher, a teacher, uh, if we begin to stop our heart from hearing the word of God, then our life, that's the point when our life begins to unravel. You need a voice of authority in your life. You need a pastor and pastor's wife. You need that voice speaking into you. And there's a lot of times, there's things that come across this pulpit that is intended for our hearts hearing Amen. And if it's up to you to receive it, we can't force you to hear it. We can't force you to, to uh, take it in. Amen. But you need a voice of a pastor and a pastor's wife. And my, my wife has some words that God speaks to her. And we need to listen to what she has to say because it's a, it's a heart that's after God's own heart. And she speaks it not because this is what I want, but she speaks it because she heard it from the Lord in prayer. We need an authority in our lives. And sometimes that voice of authority might seem to be a little bit uh, tough to swallow. It might seem to be a little bit hard to hear. It might be a little bit hard to act upon. But I'm here to tell you that if we will listen to the voice of the Lord speaking to us and obey that voice of God that's speaking to us, we're going to see some things begin to fall into place in our lives. The puzzle pieces are going to be put together. And I've said before, even the pieces that are missing in your life that might be stuck underneath a couch somewhere the pieces of the puzzle have you ever put a puzzle together and it was a thousand piece puzzle and you get to the last and two pieces are missing that's the most aggravating thing <laughs> I get to a point you know and I've been a long time since I've done puzzles that's the reason because I get tired of getting to the end and two pieces are missing but you get to a point where you feel like drawing up your own pieces 
But the thing about God is when the pieces of the puzzle are missing and you get to the end, he can put the pieces there. He knows exactly what you need at what time. He finds those pieces that are missing. He's got the pieces in his hand for your life. We just need to hear the voice of God. Hear the voice of God. Hebrews 13, 17. Obey them that have the rule over you and submit to yourselves for they watch for your souls as they that must give an account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you. For you. That we could give it an account with joy. <clears throat> when we get to heaven, I want a landmark to not just walk into heaven I want us to go in shouting together rejoicing together because we have made it amen and rejoice before the throne matter of fact I'm going to set up the meeting place when we get to heaven landmark we're going to meet at the throne the throne of God we're going to bow before the Lord hey that's where we need that's our meeting point just to let you know we're going to be at the throne of God rejoicing together amen the Bible goes on and says in, in the book of Kings in the speech that Solomon gave to the Lord it pleased the Lord that Solomon had to ask this thing why, why did it please the Lord because he was surrendered to God humbled before God in his heart Verse 11, And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thine enemies, but hast asked for thyself understanding or hearing to discern judgment. Hearing. You see, a leader makes decisions and judgments that are passed down from the Lord that's where they should come from in prayer surrender to the Lord and behold in verse 12 I have done according to thy words lo I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart so that there was none like thee before thee neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee you see his success Solomon's success came from listening to God in his heart not listening to his own way and making decisions because of that that's the reason why King Saul got into trouble is because he was listening to his own way and stopped listening to the voice of God in his heart verse 13 the Lord is speaking to him and I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked both riches and honor so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee in all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as thy father did, David did walk, then I will lengthen thy days. In the book of Ephesians 3 and 20, it says Paul honored God by saying now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think I can think a lot of things and I can ask a lot of things but God is 
one that will go above and beyond exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think sometimes we ask God for certain things and God goes well above that because he knows that there's more to this than what you're limiting him to and he he can go above exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think and Solomon experienced God's ability to do far beyond all that he asked or think he was just asking for an understanding or a hearing heart to hear the voice of God to be able to lead Israel and when he asked for those things a heart after the desires of God's heart for God's love for the people of Israel he went God went above and beyond what he asked. You see, we can learn a lot from that in our prayer time and what we desire from the Lord. What we are, what we are is more important than what we have. What we are is more important than what we have. What we are in our heart feeling after the desires of God where the blessings flow where the overflow flows from from God is when we go to him and feel after the heart of God if you want the riches of God's blessings in your life then seek God first Matthew 6 31 it says here at 6 31 through 34 therefore take no thought saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or withal shall we be clothed for after all these things do the Gentiles seek they're just seeking for the things for the here and the now for your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things he already knows he knows what you have need of right now it might not be financial it might not be physical it might just be a spiritual touch he knows exactly what you have need of right now before you even ask for after all these things do the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things and then listen to what verse 33 says but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you take therefore no thought for the morrow for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof but what he's saying is if you will feel after God in your heart and ask for an understanding to hear the voice of God when the preaching is going forth to open your heart to hear the voice of God speak to your heart when you hear the teaching go forth for it to go forth and for it to touch the heart and you get the heart after God's own heart the things that he desires the things that he loves because we love him we want him to be blessed in our seeking in our work in our desires in our prayers we want his work to be blessed and in all of these things that we have need of if we will put them on the sideline here and you'll seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness not our righteousness not the way we want to do it because the Bible says our righteousness is nothing but 
filthy rags. But if we do it the way God wants it done, and our heart is after his word, our heart is after his precious word, hungering and thirsting for God. His heart, you know what his heart many times is on? Is, is on his people, on his creation, on those that serve him, but his heart is also out beyond the walls of this <clears throat> building today on somebody that is hurting right now, somebody that doesn't know where any hope is left for their life. God is feeling after them. His love for souls, his love for his creation needs to be our love. And when we open up our heart and seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the way he wants it done, and all of these things you didn't even ask for will be added unto you. That's the way God works. It'll be added unto you. Now, I'm not saying don't pray for those things, but our heart, you know, sometimes we have needs, but God knows. But when our heart is tuned in with God, and that is our first desire, our first longing is to pray for God's kingdom to be blessed through us. With our heart open to God, listening hearing the voice of God speak to us. And we're going to receive all of these other things that you have loved and needed in your life. Blessings of God. Because he has it all. That's the way God works. Solomon, of course, we know the end of the story of Solomon. He, he did fail. Solomon started right but ended his life wrong. When did your heart change, Solomon? You started out in a good way. When did everything change? It's, it changes when you stop hearing the voice of God. And when you stop surrendering to the voice of God. That is when it all changed. You know what happened to him? Solomon's beginning was listening to God with an open heart but Solomon's end was when he allowed voices close to him speak into his heart about the idols that they worship and other gods he even allowed many many wives to come into his life that were filled with evil things and he allowed them to speak into his heart and he started shutting off the heart of God. He started shutting off the word of God. That's when everything changed, Solomon, in your life. They were worshiping idols, and he turned to idols. But the thing that God is wanting us today to do is understand the blessings of God came to Solomon in those times where he prayed for an understanding heart to discern good and evil where he prayed with his heart open to hear the voice of the Lord. Solomon's known for his great wisdom. 
But his great wisdom came by listening to God, not listening to himself. And today God is calling us to that place in him where we restore or continue to walk in praying to God for an understanding heart, a hearing heart. We need you, God. We can't do this alone. We can't do this on ourselves, by ourselves. We're dependent upon you. As we stand here today, God is wanting us to open our heart to hear what he has to say to us. And God will speak. He speaks to you more than you realize. It's a matter of just simply listening to the voice of God. Let your heart listen to God today, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you today. When your heart was listening, blessings came. I'm going to open up this altar right now for us to come and for us to search our heart for us to pray that God would give us that hearing heart that I could hear the voice of the Lord speak to me in Jesus name lay your heart down at this altar today lay your heart down and open it up and say God here it is speak to me speak to me oh God hallelujah